Hi, I'm Rachel Abbott, and over the past 25 years, I've overcome disordered eating, and I've learned how to help others overcome their undesired eating behaviors too. In fact, I've created an entire health coaching practice that centers around empowering women to take control of their relationships with food. And here on the podcast, we discuss our favorite ways of doing just that. So if you'd like to feel empowered in the way you relate to food and learn about all different kinds of ways to do that, stick around. Hey friends, thanks so much for joining the Magnitude Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and today I have with me guests. Guess can anybody guess who it could be? Laura. <laughs> She's, I couldn't think of anything smart, Alec, to say. <laughs> I feature her on pretty much 95% of the episodes here um, because she's amazing. Laura, tell us a little bit about yourself in case someone hasn't heard you before. Rachel's best friend, um, almost polar opposite of her, um, but iron sharpens iron. Um, what else? I work in change management in my day job. I love it. Um, and single, not married, no kids. I foster kitty cats. Uh, that's a big piece of my identity, fostering with the Humane Society. And yeah, that sums me up. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here today. So today, we're going to talk about something that blew up on the podcast before, and that is Wagobi. And if you haven't listened to the Wagobi episode, I recommend doing that before you listen to today's episode because on the first episode Laura told us about her that she was starting her journey with Wagovi um, which is a you want to explain what Wagovi is real quick Wagovi is the weight loss version of Ozempic Ozempic is a diabetic drug um, and Wagovi is a weight loss version of that it is literally the exact same medicine uh, which is semaglutide um, and there are also medications similar, which is Manjaro. Manjaro is another version um, that uses a medicine called trazepatide. Currently, there is not a weight loss version for Manjaro, but there should be within the next couple of months. So I am on the compound version of Wagovi, which is semaglutide, uh, which is Ozempic, all of that. But compound version, meaning I get it from an online pharmacy, it is not a prescription because my insurance would not cover a prescription. A prescription would be about $1,500. Um, and so I pay about, um, I think on average, maybe $300 a month. Okay. Yeah. So weight loss drug. Um, it's really popular right now. A lot of people are getting into it or I guess learning about it. And so they're trying it. Or maybe it just did it just get FDA approved for weight loss. Is that kind of why it's blown up? Maybe. Yeah. Um, Either way, um, I believe it was maybe episode two. Um, it's t it's entitled Wagovi, so you can just go back in the podcast and listen to that episode first. Um, Laura talks about starting Wagovi, um, what that includes, how often she had planned to take it, and that kind of thing. And so today we're actually doing an update episode since she's been on it for three months now, right? Mm -hmm. um, so give us an update now that you've been on Wagovi. Um for three months. How are you feeling? What's going on? Give us a full update, please. So I guess we should technically call it semaglutide because Wagovi is the mm. name brand version, but it's just easier to mm -hmm. say Wagovi, um, semaglutide. So when we say one, um, we mean the same thing. Um, it's been three months. So the side effects that I have had that worried me in the beginning have subsided. They were uh, constipation, like wouldn't, was not able to go number two. Um, a little bit of nausea, not much. Uh, but all of that is 
flowing, working well. Um, and so it is just literally become part of my life. I feel so um, normal now, mm-hmm. like regulated is the best word I can use to describe. Awesome. Now, when you say regulated, do you mean um, with food or bowel movements? Because you were talking about being constant. I know. That did kind of cross lines there. (laughs) Um, Regulated as far as overall well-being. Like my mental state is calm and clear because I'm not obsessing over food. My bowel movements have also been regulated because my body's used to the medicine. It's not like freaking out like, whoa, what is this? Um, uh, Just uh, physical energy like there was a lot of fatigue in the beginning um that has evened out to where like i feel like i have a lot of my energy coming back but again any new medication in your body no matter what your body's gonna be like whoa what is this so regulated is the best way i can describe after three months like ah feels so nice now yeah that's awesome now you started out on a lower dose of the wagobi and i guess you incrementally increased um can you tell us a little bit about that and where you're at now versus where you started and why you're staying at the dose you're staying at if you're staying there? Uh, started out at 0.25 milliliters, um, which with um, IVM Health is who I ordered this through online. Um, and so you get a syringe. I started out with 10 milliliters, which is the equivalent of 0.25 in the actual Wagobi. And then I am up to 90 um, the first month I just did 10, uh, milliliters, uh, the first month. And then once your body got used to it, I was able to titrate up the dose pretty quickly, but that's the benefit of getting this medication through an online pharmacy is the pens, the prescription pens are just a, a specific dose. So I was able to go up five milligrams at a time, 10 milligrams at a time. I'm switching to milligrams, milliliters. Yeah, so, but- <laughs> all right, real quick, since I'm a nurse, <laughs> I know, and I'm jacking it up. I'm just talking like, when you shoot say, it in you. When, you. when you say 90 milliliters, do you mean 90 milligrams? Because 90 milliliters is a lot of milliliter. Oh, ML. What, ML. ML. Yeah, it is. So you get you give yourself 90 milliliters of this? Yeah, one of the little at one in time. there. Show you. I think it's nine. Can you go get it for me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, so she's giving herself 0.9 milliliters. Okay. Oh. That, but that is confusing. I don't know why they did it. See how it says units yeah. right there? And then that's the MLs. So that's oh. Okay. Okay. Good to know. So just to clarify, I'm looking at the syringe right now. <laughs> Laura is not <laughs> Laura is not shooting herself up with 90 milliliters <laughs> of Wagobi every single week. <laughs> so Ivam Health, please, please know she's not screwing up that bad. So for anybody medically inclined. This is an insulin syringe that they gave me. Mm-hmm. And so insulin mm-hmm. insulin syringes come in units because that's how we mes- measure insulin. Um, and then on the left-hand side, it has the milliliters, mm-hmm. which is the volume, right? And so Wagovi is probably – yeah, it's dosed in milligrams, mm-hmm. right? Okay, see how it says here? 10 units mm-hmm. is 2.25 milligrams. Okay, cool. And you started out how low? So fun fact, like I'm really bad with any units. Like if I order something online, like and it says two liters or eight ounces or anything, I just order. I have no idea how many <laughs> I've ordered huge bottles of stuff before. And then I've also ordered travel size bottles where I'm like, well, guess that was the wrong one. That's so funny. It's so going to be a surprise. Totally, totally tracks that I would mess up that. So, 
Well, you didn't mess it up. You're doing it correctly, but <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. So 90 milliliters, just to give you, so that's one milliliter. So can you imagine 90 <laughs> syringes? That's, I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> okay, cool. Now that we got that clear. Um, okay. So, so you're at the, um, 0.9 milliliters now and you're feeling good. You're not constipated anymore. You're feeling regulated mm-hmm. in all areas. Um, are you having any side effects still at th- after three months? A little bit of tiredness. I would not go so far as to say fatigue um, because fatigue was in the beginning where it was just like I could not walk. I could walk meaning work out. Like I could mm-hmm. not work out. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, I feel like I can walk at the gym again. I feel like I can work out again. Um, so a little bit of tiredness, which isn't bad. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so do you, I didn't really think about that, but so like for people who work out, um, like, so I'm just now getting back into CrossFit, but I wouldn't, I take my workouts serious enough that I would be really disappointed if taking a medication significantly impacted my ability to work out. Do you feel like it, it does do that? Like it affects your ability to work out? Uh, I could have gone to the gym. I was not milking it, but just really um, starting with a baseline of like, whatever. Like I did not change eating habits. I did not, because at the time I was not going to the gym anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was really just kind of seeing just because what I did not want to do, and this is just my own experimental way is I did not want to all of a sudden start working out and I couldn't tell what was the medication versus me working out. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell what was my dieting versus the medication. So I literally didn't change anything for the last three months mm-hmm. and I was still able to lose 12 pounds without doing anything because I just didn't want sweets as much. They didn't taste as good. It wasn't like they were stale, but they tasted stale. Mm-hmm. Like I opened a new pack of Chips Ahoy cookies and ate one and I was like, yeah, this is like, it tastes sour. Almost. Wow. It was weird. Interesting. So with something that you used to enjoy not tasting good, does that ever disappoint you? Or like, um, I don't know, like I, I enjoy enjoying food sometimes. So what do you think about that? Uh, you don't care that you don't enjoy it anymore. Uh, okay. Like you're like, okay. Like, <laughs> nah. Nice. Nah. You really don't care. And that's the mental freedom that you get from it. Um, and, uh, there's something else I was going to say, but I forgot. Well, what's cool about that though, too, is it sounds like it's because you're not enjoying it, you stop eating it. Mm -hmm. And as someone who's recovered from binge eating, it didn't matter if Mm -hmm. I was enjoying it or not, Mm -hmm. I was still eating it. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like this is kind of helping with both sides of the coin in that you can, it can take the, you know, unwanted pleasure out of mm-hmm. the of reward. Cake. It removes the reward. Uh-huh. And also the, um, I don't even know how to, how to word this, but like the, the punishment factor, because a lot mm-hmm. of times it's like we're eating to punish mm-hmm. ourselves, even though we don't like what we're eating. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Um, when I have a, when I used to have a bad day, I would binge eat it and it would soothe me. Mm-hmm. Now when I have a bad day, I don't even care to binge eat because I just don't care. Like that, mm. that's not going to soothe me. So I'll go take a bath instead or watch TV or, um, and that's what I really, I really feel like this is almost like a slight antidepressant as well, mm. because it just like, you're like, okay, whatever. Like, I just, I don't, I don't need that thing. 
That's awesome. Oh, I remember what I was going to say earlier. Yeah. I have always struggled with eating enough protein. I don't really like protein. I don't really like meat. So I have had to work to make sure I drink a protein shake or have um, sliced deli meat or cheeses or something. So um, that I did have to consciously like make sure I was eating enough protein. But if you like meat, like, you know, go for it. (laughs) You eat all the meat you want. (laughs) Talking about meat is just funny because there are two gals talking about meat. But anyways, um, it's not the kind of meat I thought you were referring to. Like the sous, the things that I knew you were thinking of. Yeah, too. Okay. Yeah, I, I find it hard to get enough protein in, too. And especially, like... So in our last webinar, we talked about intuitive eating and I was sharing with you that I'm um, going through kind of like a recalibration phase right now because I'm postpartum and still nursing Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And so when I was looking up the macronutrients that a nursing woman should be eating, the protein is like way out there, like Mm -hmm. 150. Well, what I came up with for me was I should be getting between like 130 and 150 milligrams, or not milligrams, uh, grams. See, even I mess up units all the time. (laughs) grams of protein a day and it's like oh my god when I actually did the intuitive eating portion and I looked to see how when I look back at my eating and see how much I'm actually getting it's sometimes like 75 like literally half of what I should be Mm -hmm. um so anyways um I totally get that not you know not getting enough protein in a day um do you find that it's hard to get enough calories during the day like do you think you're not eating enough ever or is that not an issue uh, no, that's not an issue because, um, no, I think that's, no, but, um, I'm sure if I did an even higher dose too quickly, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would not get enough calories, but you really do have to consciously make an effort to eat nutrition too, like eat, eat your protein, eat, um, you know, uh, to stay alive. Like yeah. the whole point isn't starving yourself. It's just, it really just removes the reward piece of overeating or eating to self-soothe. Mm. Okay. Now, if you could give one piece of advice to someone who is about to begin their Wagovi journey, what would that advice be? This is the wrong advice, but this is why <laughs> I'm not a doctor and mess up <laughs> units. Uh, you can titrate up faster than you think. When I first um, started, I was like, lowest dose, lowest dose, lowest dose, lowest dose for four weeks um, in June. That's when I started. And then I finally was like, this isn't doing a whole, whole lot. Like, let's speed it up. And then I went up 15, 15, 15, 15. And then I finally got to a point where my body was like, okay, all right, I know what to do with this now. But um, uh, so I would say titrate up faster but again that's the benefit of having it over um, a compound pharmacy is you're able to change your dosage to what works for your body nice very cool and then as the registered nurse here i, I know i know disclaimer I know. please talk to your physician and with <laughs> i know before you do so. um but yeah that's that's really neat to hear um now if you could do anything differently with your journey what would it be would it be that like to increase faster or what would it be mm-hmm. because um i maybe would have gone up and said 10 10 10 10 i would have done 10 15 20 25 all within the first month because um 
but again, I may have gotten sick. I don't know. I may have, that may be too quickly, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'll put that advice. <laughs> Speaking of getting sick, um, you did actually get sick. Like you had an yes. upper respiratory infection um, during the Wagovi course. How was that? Did that manifest itself any differently than when you weren't on Wagovi? Did it affect your eating? Um, I eat even less while I was sick because when you're sick, you're not really, you don't really have an appetite anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I still gave, I was worried about that. My dosage would make me feel worse. Um, you always do feel a little bit like you're going to get a cold when you do your injection. Cause I think it's your body just like, Whoa, what is this? Mm. Um, and I felt like maybe it extended the symptoms by a day or two, but um, no, um, overall it was just a bad sickness. Yeah. Okay. And then I think this is the final question, but would you say that Wagovi is worth the cost? Because it is rather expensive, even though you're getting the compound version. It is still expensive. And um, when you are upping the dose and you get to the higher dosage, um, you need it more often. Mm -hmm. And so it is expensive, but I will say like I have saved money on food. I know that that's weird. Like you wouldn't think that you would, you eat that much, but I've saved money on food. Um, saved money from buying new clothes because I was able to go back to the old thinner clothes that I, um, had before saved money on, um, eating, like eating out. Like I know that, um, like when I would order DoorDash, like I would order, um, a kid's meal and then a cup of soup and that would last me two meals. Whereas previously that would be one meal. Wow. Um, I have wasted a lot of food, um, because, your eyes are still thinking you're super duper hungry Mm -hmm. and your tummy and your brain are still catching up to like, okay, you can't eat that much. Mm -hmm. Um, And then some places don't let you order kids meals. So you just kind of have to order a full meal and if you waste food, you waste food. But um, I've gotten pretty skilled about only ordering a side instead. Yeah. Because you learn real quick, like, nope, not going to be able to eat that. You know, speaking of wasting food, I I follow this one health coach who – um, helps women with binge eating disorders as well. And she had this really cool way of looking at, um, wasting food because I don't, I'm sure you can relate, you know, sometimes when, um, I would be eating, I would see a bunch of food on my plate Mm -hmm. and it's like, well, I need, like, Mm -hmm. I I paid for this. Like, I'm going to make it worth my while. I'm going to eat the whole thing, even though I'm oppressively full. And she said that one of the mantras she says to herself is whether I eat this food now or throw it away, it is still a waste. So I can either waste it by eating it because it's a waste because my body doesn't need it, mm-hmm. or I can throw it in the trash and that's wasteful too. Whatever. doesn't mm-hmm. matter if I eat it or not, it's still a waste. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's a really good way to reframe, mm-hmm. um, you know, leaving food on your plate. So anyways, I thought that was cool. Um, okay. Well, really great stuff. Thank you so much for sharing your update. Is there anything else you want to share before we close things up? If you've made it this far in this podcast, I apologize for giving you bad advice for just titrating up, but I swear to God, it's the best freaking medication I have ever had in my entire life. I feel so fucking normal now. It feels so, like I said, regulated. Like I feel healthy mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, I don't have to work as hard uh, to try to not overeat. Um, It's just... It's great. And like I said, I'm not a nurse. Rachel is. So, um, you know, I'm totally giving you the 
non-nurse version, but I promise it's so worth it. It's worth the money. You're worth the investment. That's awesome. And by the way, this episode is not sponsored by Wagovi or Semaglutide. Semaglutide. That's how I say it. Some other people say it. Semaglutide. I'm like, that sounds weird. (laughs) Um, But yes, I order mine through IVM Health, I-V-I-M. And they don't don't sponsor me either. Trust me, I tried. I reached out to them on social media. I was like, listen, if you send me a free vial, I'll uh, do some TikTok videos. But they didn't respond. (laughs) But they really are great. Their customer service is great and everything. So highly recommend them. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this update. Um, Maybe we can do another one in three more months. We can get like a three-month update, six-month update, um, that kind of thing, and, and see where you're at. Sounds good. I like it. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you.